and uh, we welcome you and thank you as usual for tuning in and for listening to the On Air Brands podcast. We are also at On Air Brands Live on Facebook currently, so forgive us if we are actually mentioning and referencing live video here because uh, if you're listening in your car, working out at the gym, doing your thing, uh, we are doing many things at once and one of those things is going live. Yes. So I just want to welcome the folks in the room here. We have Lisa Holbert. Good morning. Mr. Josh Carey. What is doing? And our special guest, Hone, Ty. How are you, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we have a full house. Uh, we also have Jake, our wondrous wonder boy, tech <sighs> and all things. I'm sorry. Can you say that again? <laughs> Less awkwardly now? Are you saying that because well, his parents are his there? Parent, no, I would have said it if his parents were here or not. <laughs> and it's true. Wonder Boy it, does uh, really thank encompass you. him. Doesn't it? it? It's not Doesn't an insult it? or yeah. derogatory No. Thing. It's, li it's, it's you, literal. You like that one. I just came up with it. But yeah, uh, we, we also are shouting out to Jake's parents, Dave and Sue. Thank you so much for being here. And also our, our new intern, Ali, is All right, in the Ali. room as well. So there's a where, ton where of people. Yeah. Um, yeah, so much yeah. love and support. We thank the community. We thank everyone for watching and tuning in. So what's on the agenda for today, folks? Well, yeah, so much. we are going to just kind of go play it by ear a little bit. First, I think we should meet our esteemed guest today <laughs> yeah, and have him tell us a little bit about himself. And I think by default, this has to be labeled our Thanksgiving episode. Oh, okay. I mean, what brand would not, you know, you'd be remiss not yes. to, right? We don't take That's days true. off here. This is literally hours uh, up until Thanksgiving. So if you're listening to this, um, you know, into the future, this <laughs> is our Thanksgiving episode. Um, and if it, there's so much love and passion for what we do. I wouldn't be surprised if we actually did a Thanksgiving episode where we are here eating turkey and doing oh, all wow. this. <laughs> I'll okay. be here tomorrow. Are you going to be here? No. <laughs> Good for you. No. You'll be eating Boundaries. turkey at home. Boundaries. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but believe me, I, I, I certainly want to be here. Yeah, you know that. I do. I yeah. Always. The love is real. Yes. Yeah, we, we, we need to balance our, our life here and, um, you know, take our breaks and and spend time with family and do all that great stuff. But yeah, Lisa was uh, bringing up that's happened. No worries yeah. on that. We, we've done that a thousand times. It's usually times. me yeah. that does it. So you're off the But uh, yeah, I need to do, I need to check into Facebook too here, but Hone is here for many, many reasons. But first I want to bring up the, how many ways it happened. And we're going to try to figure out, because I, I count at least three different like waypoints that he's been following all the little beacons to get him here. So number one was, I think, um, well, Jake cold called him and said, hey, we would love to have you on the show. And we, none of us knew who he was. Wait, Jake cold calls? This is great. Yeah. He, he is the cold calling. And then I want to, and then I want to dissect these things. And yeah, then, please do. and then hone, I knew of his name because he was scheduled, right? And then I started looking at, and, and appreciating what he's putting out there. And then he put out a post on Facebook that said, Hey, I'm looking for a creative agency that does video, does social media, all this stuff. And I wouldn't have seen the post, but one of our fans and supporters said, reach out to Eric at On Air Brands, tagged me. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's already on my radar. He's already coming in. And then there was another third one. It was the third one. There was another thing that you said that like you heard something or there was something. Anyway, there's so many multiple ways to get people yeah. down the path and the breadcrumbs and Thank you for being here, and I'm glad you've been following those breadcrumbs yeah. to lead you here. Right. And I think for some reason, I'm we're Facebook friends. I'm not sure 
How maybe from Mid Atlantic Summit or oh, you were, you were there? there? Yeah, I was there. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Somehow. Yeah, but that's how. Yeah. First heard of you guys. That's right. So, okay. so like it works. Power of social media. Again, this I think is that's something we're we friends. No. This is something we said last last episode that you might just be doing something and not realizing that it's hitting, that people are noticing. But people notice if you just keep doing it consistently, right? Yeah, several yeah. people. And that just goes to show if you go to bigger, bigger events like Mid-Atlantic Summit, which were, I don't know, four or five, maybe 600 people. Um, I've had over the past two, three weeks, people saying, I saw you at Mid-Atlantic Summit. or great. I heard you speaking or I saw you on stage or I heard of you through the Mid-Atlantic Summit, which is a great event put yeah. on by Dave Van Horn, our friend. Um, but yeah, so, so Hone, tell us a, bit, a little bit about you. Tell us about... Uh, what brought you here, and tell us about yourself and your business. Okay, well, um, I'm from Philly, and my name is Hone, as you mentioned. I'm from Philly. I've been a real estate investor for eight years. Okay. And the way I got to here is just by saying yes to a whole bunch of things, right? So let's let's go back to Dave Van Horn hosting the Mid-Atlantic Summit. Dave messages me, and he's like, hey, do you want to come to this event? And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll be there, right? He's like, yeah, it's this much, whatever. I'm like, okay, it's fine. And I go. And that's where I first see you guys. And then afterwards, everybody's friending everybody. And then I guess that's how Jake and I got connected. And he's following me, reading my stuff. And then he messages me and he's like, hey, do you want to come out and do a podcast? But it will be the Wednesday before Thanksgiving and da-da-da-da. And I'm like, you know, that could be an excuse. I could say no because mm. it's like too close to Thanksgiving, but I was like, no, I can I can make it right. fit. We're working today. It's a work day. Right. And right after this, I have to go do a closing. Yeah. And that's I, a good day. It's a good day. It's a good <laughs> I love day. closing days. I don't know if I saw the connection. How did Dave know you to reach out and ask you if you want to attend Mid Atlantic? Okay. So how I met Dave is because three years ago I said yes to a real estate opportunity. Somebody that I knew from Another opportunity from eight years ago, right? Um, he asked me, hey, do you want to be, do you want to come to this real estate class? And I said, sure, I'll come, check it out. And it's like, hey, do you want to join it? And all that kind of stuff, pay money and all. And I was like, okay, yes. And then I started learning a lot of, lot of great information about how to be a good real estate investor. And I started teaching on Facebook, just, just putting content out there for no reason whatsoever, which then other people saw. And then other people started friending me and then it just grew and grew and grew. And then somehow through that, through just talking about real estate, I connected with Dave Van Horn, who then messaged me to do the Mid-Atlantic Isn't thing. Isn't that amazing? And yeah, it's, it's nuts. I love the idea of saying yes to everything. I'm currently in that mode as well uh, for like the past two years since I'm operating under my current brand um, knowing that opportunities are everywhere. Yes. You just have to be in tune to spot them, to see them, and to grab them, and to say yes to them. Right, right. Um, I just posted today that I could say no to all the opportunities, but I already know what the result will be. Why? Right. What we have, right? If I said no, then it would just be that, how my life is right there. I love how um, earlier when we were talking about this, you even went so far to point out that the universe, or call it what you yeah. want, the more you say yes, how does that influence those things? Right, right. right. The universe is listening, or right, the, the secret, and you're, you're attracting whatever. Right. So if you're one to say yes to opportunities, then people are going to want to bring you more opportunities. It's just, it's yeah. easy. If, if I know that you're buying properties in this area, then other people with properties in that area want to give you more properties. You're the go-to guy because you just keep saying yes you to it. You say yes. Yeah. So you're creating your brand with everything that you do. 
hmm. right? With every, you are, there's a being about every person. Every person has a certain being in the world. And it's, it's not necessarily even what you write. It's just what you kind of do. And people can sense that or they'll know that from different things. And it, you just get more of what you are. So if you say yes to being a real estate investor and you do more deals, you'll get more deals. Have you always been like that with that frame of mind? Ah, uh, I have no idea. But I have been like this for a long time. Yeah. And, and it, it all stemmed from this idea. You guys are re uh, ready, aim, fire. You guys sure well aware of that, right? So I always saw that people would get stuck at aim. Ready, aim, 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 aim. Mm. Right? And I said, oh, if I need new results in my life, then I need to take new actions. But in order to take actions, I have to shorten the amount of time that I give my brain to make decisions. So I have to fire and then aim ready. So don't think about it too long, just take action. Yeah, because fear grows with time, mm. right? Fear, fear gets bigger. The more time I give you to think about something, you're gonna, your brain's gonna make up all kinds of scary mm -hmm. stories. It feeds, it, it feeds off the hesitation. And the thing is that's innate, right? That, that we were designed as uh, primates to survive, right? And to constantly calculate and think before we do something because we might get eaten by that tiger or be eaten, right? Be attacked or something. Or expelled Whereas, from the, the group, right? shunned right. out. Exactly. And, survival. and the thing is that is in our code and we have to fight that every yes. single day. Right, we got a front and the back brain, right? Yeah. That are fighting each other. But because you have that front, that prefrontal cortex, like you know that if it doesn't work out, you're not going to die. And there's no right, tiger right. that's going to eat you. You know this, but then in the back of your brain, there's this thing that's just like, oh, be careful, don't do that. And it's like, yeah. what, what is unfortunate is that if you do listen to that side, that like, be careful, play it safe, you actually get more hurt. Mm. Mm -hmm. you, don't, such, yeah. you don't do things, yeah. you don't it, take opportunities. But you don't take the opportunities, but whatever you're doing, let's say you have a nine to five that's barely paying you enough, you're paycheck to paycheck, that means you're one accident away, mm. one mishap away from complete financial ruin, mm. all because you played it safe and you listened to this back part too much. Say that again. If you listen to it, you will actually get hurt. You could potentially get hurt because if you're paycheck to paycheck, one accident, one emergency ruins everything. It'll ruin your whole financial trajectory. Mm. So if, if that's the case, what you're doing to be safe is actually more dangerous. And who Absolutely. said it? Was it Mel Robbins who speaks about that five second? Five second countdown. Yeah, yeah. right. Oh. Isn't that what you were saying? That you, you yeah. got to take the decision, the action quickly. Five seconds might be too long. <laughs> <laughs> was there something, was there an impetus that uh, maybe a missed opportunity that really transformed your thinking? Or was is, has this been something that's just developed? Oh, no. This is interesting this... that you, it's like you're so passionate about it. Yeah, yeah. Was there something that really drove that? Yeah, hate. There was a lot of hate in my heart that actually created this. Um, okay. So way back when you're five years old, right? When you're five years old. It's your story. Well, actually, when I'm when I was five years old, right, getting sure. teased by other kids and whatever for yeah. whatever reasons, things out of my control. I grew up thinking that in order to get revenge or just to be seen or be significant in the eyes of the world, I gotta be somebody. But in order to be somebody, I gotta take actions that. I might be scared to do, but I'm still gonna do them because that's the only way you're gonna get the results. So in my mind, it was be successful, success equals revenge, significance, greatness, whatever, right? And so I've just been living that track 
till now. So you, know? you empowered yourself versus letting other people tell your story. Yeah. And or or well, kind of, you know, choose your route. You empowered yourself to say, hey, I'm going to choose my own route. Right. So it started off with I, I want to I, I do want to say it started off with like the wrong kind of like reason, because to to want to do something because of revenge. Right. Is an external mm -hmm. idea. Right. You want to do it for internal reasons. You want to do it because it makes you happy because it. it improves the world, something like where it's not so negatively derived, right? So as I've grown, though, I've been able to transform it to help the better, you know, the greater good. But it started off from a darker place. When you say revenge, really what you're talking about is an I'll show you mentality, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because if I wasn't good enough to hang out with you when we were five, well, then you're going to want to hang out with me when we're 35. Yeah. Kind of, right. flip, you know, flip it, the script. Yeah, it's great because revenge certainly has a negative and I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. uh, but in that moment, that was that was the best next emotion you could feel to take the the positive action for yourself. Right, right. Because it's it's when when these traumatic things are happening to you, decisions are being made without you knowing it. So the 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 base level is just to like cower and run. And then the next one is just to like hate and like want to do something about it. So I chose the high road, which was create this hate because I didn't know any other options. At five years old, you don't have the wisdom or skill sets sure. to know how to handle social scenarios. So it was like either cry or get angry. And that's all I had. Mm. So I got angry. Right, right. Yeah. What do you mean by decisions were being made, uh, whether you, you like it or not? Oh, no, it's whether you know it or not. Oh, what does no. that mean? Oh, it's just that your brain is is always thinking of how to survive, right? Your, your brain's just always thinking of how to survive and it's it's calculating and you don't know it's calculating, but it's it's trying to calculate. How do I get out of this unique situation right now that I've never dealt with before? Wow. I've never dealt with these kids picking on me. What do I do now, right? How do I survive this situation? Do I run through this little hole? Do I fight this one? Do I like, you know, fight, and it's- Fight or flight. Fight or flight, right? right? And it's yeah. making all these Survival little calculations without, you're not, Mapping it out. Okay, when kids bully you, yeah, you, know, you don't have that time. It's right. a quick, super conscious. Quick. That's why I was saying five seconds is too long. Like your brain works so fast. If I'm like, hey, do you want to buy this apartment building? All of a sudden, you're going to be like, like your brain will calculate this fear, this opportunity, this greed, this, da, 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 like, and it happens within a millisecond. Your, all the emotions, all of the feelings, right. everything will go through your body what, as soon as I say the words. What he's bringing up reminds me of, you know, the product, being a product of your environment, right? So if you grew up, I, I grew up in the hood. I grew up, it's, it was Yonkers, but it was, uh, it was really the Bronx, right? It was right on the border. And I had to become, in order to survive, mm -hmm. what was around me, right? So whether that was fight the kid or run from the kids or do whatever it was. So my point being as an adult, as you begin to surround yourself with different people, whether that's in a job or in a corporation, um, networks, you you become the product of whatever you create, whatever environment you have, you know, whatever tribe you've become a part of, and as you see and as you as you, as you learn and as you uh, connect with people, you'll start to mimic what's around you, right? So if you're surrounding yourself with multimillionaires every day, and you're not one, you're through proxy through through osmosis. I mean, unless there's something extremely <laughs> wrong with you, right. you're going to pick up a ton of stuff and then you're going to learn from it and you're going to become that. 
if you sur- but if you're around negative people and I, th- I like this very sort of simple theme that people right before Thanksgiving and I did want to talk about this actually if you guys want to go here is that I have some trepidation to be honest Thanksgiving is coming but there are people friends, family that I know are negative, mm-hmm. right? We're all going to deal with this tomorrow. You know, th- there are people that know how to push my buttons. You know, <laughs> I, they, they know right. Eric 1.0. They know uh, the things that always just trigger me. And I'm like, I'm kind of not looking forward to this. You know, there are people, but the thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to a place where I, I accept and I love people the way they are. I'm not going to try to change people anymore because that's where a lot of the friction comes. So how do you prepare? That to everything I just said in my mm-hmm. mind, repeating to myself, I'm not here to change anyone. I'm accepting you the way that you are, whether you believe in, because everything is a projection, right? Mm. If you think about, if you're looking and pointing at me saying, what are you doing? How are you getting there? And questioning things, it's really a reflection that you're projecting, you're questioning yourself. Absolutely true. You know, your thing, you're doubting yourself. So there are certain things and people that are around you and that's okay. It's family, friends. You can't, we didn't choose these folks, right? Right. But you can choose who we're around the table with right now. And how to think about it and process it because it's their fears and concerns. Exactly. And, but the thing is, it's tough with family, right? Because they just can get to you, you know, they, <laughs> they know, they know, and they know the code and they can go in there and just boop, plant a virus <laughs> and you have to be strong enough and bulletproof enough surrounding yourself with the right people each and every day that that one day yeah. is not going to affect you. Yeah. It's so funny. You said bulletproof because, um, uh, probably a year or so ago, I wrote an article called dodging the bullet which was just about that, that people around us all day, every day are going to shoot bullets, throw things at us, and we could either take it on, accept it, let it hit, which hurts a great deal, or we have every right and capability, the more we train and are aware of it, the better, to dodge the bullet, move aside when it comes. Neo in the Matrix. Literally, right? You don't have to accept the hit. And that's what you're talking about. Dodge that bullet. Or or when you take the hit, learning how to quickly heal yourself. The mindset, right? How do I quickly take that? Mm -hmm. How do I dress the wound? How do I do do all the things necessary to get to back to where I was very quickly? That's it. That's the win. So So what you guys are talking about is risk mitigation. Yes. There is something that's going to happen, and you know this, oh, or, yeah. or it could happen, yeah. right? Yeah. Let's say it could happen. So this is how exactly I became a real estate investor as well, because my first deal eight years ago, I was incredibly scared, just like everybody, right? right? Everybody's scared. And they're like, oh my gosh, um, what if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? So what I figured out, this fire aim ready, how do I, how do I get over this hurdle of fear and it was to deconstruct everything that could possibly go wrong. You know your mom's going to say this, then you know, okay, I can pivot this way, or I can take the hit, dress, whatever it is, right? Or I can just avoid her. So you have all this risk mitigation. Real estate was the same way. So for my first deal, I was like, okay, what could go wrong? Okay, my appraisal can be bad. The ARV might not be as high as I need it to be to refinance. So if it's not this number, what might it be? If it's this number, a little bit lower, does the deal still work? A little bit lower, does the deal still work? A little bit lower, does the deal still work, right? And so I showed that I had to be, I don't know, $40,000 off of my mark in order for the deal to break even. And I was like, okay, what? And then what's the 
possibility or probability of it being $40,000 off. How, what's the likelihood of me being that off, right? So then that made me feel a lot better. Same thing with the rent. If I needed to rent for 850, you know, what happens if I can't? You gotta drop the rent. Drop, 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 drop. At some point, you know that you're gonna rent it out. So how wrong can I be and still be good? So once I had that all on paper, deconstructed everything, all the risk mitigation, I was like, there's nothing to be scared of here. There is nothing to be scared of. And then if worst case scenario, all of that happens, if I just decide to either like just sell the property, how much did I ultimately lose? How much can I ultimately lose in this situation? So if the risk was the ultimate loss is 10 grand, but the end payout could be a hundred grand, then let's do the deal. Right. You know, so what he said, everything there is some summed up as what we've discussed on the show in the past is when analyzing anything, whether it's a deal, a friendship, a partnership, anything that you're going to get into that could potentially change your life or, or for the good or bad, better is, is, is you ask yourself three things. What's the best case scenario? What's the worst case scenario? What's the most likely scenario? And if I could live with the most likely, I'm good. I'm boom. Decision made less than five seconds. Right. So that's exactly what investors do is you accept the, the, the due diligence is a lot of paperwork, a lot of spreadsheets right. and a lot of what if scenarios, a hundred right. different possible variables. And, and then we make the decision because it's a big lift, right? It's a lot of money involved. Um, but the thing is that could be the same exact thing can be applied to anything. Like when I, when Josh and I first met, um, it happened very quickly. There was no honeymoon phase. We just got married. <laughs> and it was like, and for a split second, we had, I had to think to myself, what's the best case? What's the worst case? What's the most likely? And if it's the What's the worst yeah, case, yeah. right? What, yeah. share? what is the yeah. worst case? What am I going to do? I, I stalk you? Like, I, it could be that. I've had I stalkers. Know. Mystery um, order. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, <laughs> no, but, but true. It's but the true. thing is, it's, wow. it's, it's, it, it becomes part of your DNA where it's subconscious at that Correct. point. And that was what we call gut instinct. Wow. Right. It be, does it, so is that, that's a question. Does it kind of transform at some point where you you become so good at in that? In, yeah. yeah. That well, you don't even analysis. You know it. It becomes God. You, yeah. yeah. You, you look don't at even a deal have to. And you're like, yes. before you do all the, all the math, you're like, I know that it works. I already know the math. Yeah. Yeah. I did it in my head in a split second, right. but I got to show everyone. I got to right. prove to myself and others right. that right. I'm going to invest. Here it is on paper, but I already knew it. Well, that's part of becoming being, being an investor is easy. You buy a property. Becoming a good investor, which is completely different. <laughs> True, right? right? You can right. be an investor and be losing tons of money, and yeah. that's not and really... Or yeah. breaking yeah. even. Or yeah. breaking even, whatever, or losing. right? So being good requires mastery. That's with everything. Being right. a good podcaster requires mastery and their skills, right? So if you master an area, you can then just look at a property without walking through it, without anything, and you can already know whether the deal works, like like he was saying, right? So know an area, know your numbers, have your strategy, have your plan, have your exit, all of that already done. And if you've done one property on that block already, when another one comes up on that block, it's a no-brainer. Right. You yeah. can easily calculate that without a calculator. You can just... Would you say the guys, and we can go deep on this stuff or not, I'm, the audience is a mix of investors yeah. and just entrepreneurs, but I think the people that go to auctions, you know, and, and go to this, the courthouse steps, making those quick decisions like that to buy, you know, 10, 50, $30,000 properties that sight unseen to me is, 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 is a marvel because like that is the instinct that just over time, you, it's a, it's muscle memory. You're like, I know, boom, boom, boom. I know, I know the ROI on that. And I'll just buy cash. Here's you know? here's a um, a fun story I just heard about yesterday. So 
Mongolians, however many years ago, Mongolians went over to Russia to fight a war. And then they saw the Russians had toilets. And they were like, oh my gosh, what is this thing, right? They're, they're looking at this flushing toilet. So some of the guys stole the toilets and brought it back to Mongolia. Can you imagine just taking a toilet and putting <laughs> it on a pile of dirt and like, guys, here it is, right? So imagine when they tried to flush it and it not work. <laughs> so now a lot of people are like the Mongolians where they'll look at somebody on the court courtyard steps or the courthouse steps doing the auction and just buying stuff. Oh, wow. Look at how easy it is. He just bought that thing and he just made $50,000. So easy. But they lack the plumbing to do the same. Mm, great analogy. Right? Lack the plumbing. I like yeah, that. I right? They it. lack... It's all real estate. Too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can have the toilet, but you don't have the plumbing. And yeah. Right. Right. But so applicable to everything. Yeah. That's but right. they're just mimicking yeah. without the substance. Yeah. They see the structure. They don't have the foundation. Right. 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 Yeah. So so there, there's this again. Like there's an investor, and then there's a good investor. Right. right? And and it's the mastery behind so it. They say like you're you're an overnight success yeah. you're an overnight success by uh but it took you 20 years or whatever that's right, right? always yeah, yeah. so so that for anybody listening oh no you're good i no. hear you we could hear you now, now it's back oh, no okay. it's going what, your headphones now. yeah oh. Oh. we could we talk about um the m word you keep referencing mastery i want to go down mm. this path a little bit oh. how does one develop mastery over anything Knowledge, confidence, action, results, right? This is what I teach people. Knowledge, confidence, action, results. Everybody wants the results, but in order to get the results, you got to take action. In order to, for you to want to take actions, you got to have confidence. And then in order to have the confidence is the knowledge. Knowledge, confidence, action, results. That's, yeah. I mean, he it's knew genius. that right off the top I of was his gonna head. Say, that was like, yeah. and you didn't talk oh, about this before. No, no. no. Wow. And, and, right. Mm. I mean, that's, but that's, that's mastery. But that, that's, right. that's mass that's mastery. Yeah. And that's exactly what you teach, right? Yeah. Knowledge, confidence, action, action results. results. Is that a step-by-step -step order? Is there some significance I would say, to the order? I mean, yeah, because a lot of, some people have confidence without the knowledge, right. which causes them to take action, which is the wrong action, which then produces the wrong result. Mm. So if you don't do it in that order, if you don't, if you don't have the knowledge and then, but you're confident from ignorance, and then you take the action, you, you're going to get a bad result. And let me um, elaborate on something because knowledge, correct me if I'm wrong, knowledge does not have to take a predefined lengthy amount of time, right? It's not like, oh, no, no, you need two years before you even <laughs> gain the confidence or take the action, right? right? You could get some knowledge, take some action, reevaluate, get some more knowledge, take some action, see results, and then, right? You and can, you can leverage other people's knowledge. So you can exponentially leapfrog years by surrounding yourself with people who are already doing what you want to do, you know? So yes, it may have taken somebody 10 years to become a real estate investor and a syndicator or whatever it is. But if I sidle, if I sit next to, if I'm around, if I shadow someone who's an expert, I could do that in two years mm. because they're there helping me. And I'm learning from everything that they've learned. So there's ways to sort of hack, hack it. Yeah. And also right. you can get knowledge from experience right? Which is part of the, the action, right? If you want to be a great podcast host, you're not just going to sit on the sidelines reading about it or looking at the, uh, the message boards and talking with people to see how, right? At some point you got to get in front of a mic and figure it out and see how it flows and then take. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. But, so in 2009, I wanted to be a real estate investor. Okay. And I knew about 
commercial loans, and I say knew about, I really did it. I had an idea and I was like, okay, residential, 20% down, commercial, 30% down. That's, I heard from someone somewhere, no idea. So I was like, okay, if I put 30% down on a property and I collect the cash flow, pay the mortgage, all that, I'm gonna break even and I get my down payment back in eight years. I was like, this doesn't work, right? This doesn't work. So from 2009 until 2011, when I bought my first property, I really did nothing, right? So for two years, I was like learning, trying to build that knowledge. It wasn't until like late 2010 when I bought a seminar, like I paid for a seminar and the guy taught me the Burr method, right? He was teaching the Burr method before it had a name. So he taught me that and I was like, oh, that's how you get all your money back within one year. That makes so much <laughs> sense. Right, right. If I would have done it the way and I just, you know what, this is real estate investing. This is what we're supposed to do, right? 30% down, break even in eight years. Like I'd, I'm just breaking even now, right? right? Versus paying for the seminar mm -hmm. and then doing the Burr method, learning from somebody who's showing you and, and accelerating it, right? Yeah. I like paying for knowledge because 100%. you have a, there's a, almost a certainty around it, right? Yeah. If I'm just getting free stuff from all over, who knows? You're figuring out what's most important versus the expert sharing yeah. it with you yeah so i pay this shows them that i appreciate them right i'm showing them that they're valuable here's the money for your knowledge and i sit in a structured setting where the person has broken down a curriculum so that i can learn it versus oh i don't need to learn that my uncle can teach me right does your uncle know how to teach <laughs> does your uncle have a curriculum does your uncle know all of the things to show you? And here's most important, who taught your uncle? Mm. <laughs> right. So this is why right. I, like I continue that. to pay for education from people who have structure. What he's saying is is, is perfect because yes, it is. there are so many people out there who hesitate to uh, invest in themselves through coaching Financially. or mentorship. Yep. But meanwhile, we have grown up with education in mind, always go to school, finish high school, go to college. Why is right. it that the, that society has drilled us with, you need to get an education, but meanwhile, when we become adults, they're like, oh, no, you shouldn't pay for coaching. And I mean, right. I, 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 I was down that path my entire life, and now you're saying I don't need it anymore? It doesn't stop. It, doesn't, it shouldn't it, stop. You should always, we should always be learning and growing and figuring out who we should be. Uh, connecting to because there's always people that have success beyond our years that we can leverage. It's all about leverage. It's all about who you're around all the time. Because yes, you know, Hohen, I'm sure, you know, he's he's a rock star on his own and working in a silo, but I guarantee you when he's around a team and he's around people that can help him and elevate and he can leverage their time and start duplicating himself and putting systems and processes in place, then that's where you have growth and you 10X yourself, your business and the people around you. I think the answer is fear. You said, why don't people invest? Mm. Why wouldn't they? Because you've you've outlined a great line. Uh, all of our lives were in, in education. And then when we get to adults, we're like, no, 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 I'm not gonna pay. Yeah. I firmly believe it's because that individual is fearful of the results they're going to get. Mm. And then everything becomes 
dare I say it, an excuse. Mm. No, 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 I can't do it. I don't have the money or I'm not ready. So I'll just, I'll just tinker around and, and that'll give me the false sense of hope that I am still moving towards my goals when you're not. You know what too, there's, I mean, there's deep and we're getting psychological here. When don't we? There's also, (laughs) also not just, there's so many facets of fear, but there one fear thing. And I, I'm talking from experience here, the fear of what I'll become. Mm. And the Say fear again, of success. True. What is going to happen of what if I'll it be- works? Of what I'll well, become. Of who I'll become. Who Go I'll ahead. become. Yeah. Yeah. And What's going to happen if it works? What will, yeah. what will, what how, are they what will think change? Of me? Yes. And, and, and the thing right. is not even like, what are they going to think of me if it doesn't work and I fall on my face? They're going to laugh. What, if, what are they going to think of me if I become successful? Well, that's where I spent all of my decades in a fearful state. I I firmly believe that if I were to express my, my brilliance, my creativity, my strength, my power, my ability, something we all have, I fear that if I do that, you are going to retaliate. Mm. And I wasn't feeling strong enough to defend myself. Mm. And why would you retaliate? Because I'm shining a light on your in- exactly. insecurities. You're and putting I'm making, a mirror. Which, in, right, in and I'm making you step up and say, why no, am I no, not no. doing it? Right, why, why am I not doing Who do you think you are for doing that? Yeah. Or I can't wait for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> You're ready. <laughs> <laughs> or it's that little saying. <laughs> Bring them in, on. In your 20s, you worry about what everybody has to say about you, right? In your 20s. Mm-hmm. In your 40s, you don't care about what they have to say about you. In your 60s, you realize they're not thinking about you at all. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> and they never did. And they, they never, never did. did. And yeah. they never did. Here's the thing. When's the last time you were thinking about somebody else in that regard? Right. You never, never do. You no. know why? Because we only think about ourselves. So mm-hmm. true. It brings me back to that quote I've said many times. Who's going to remember what you said tomorrow? You. That's it. Yeah. Nobody. And Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Unless you make it Barely. permanent. But. You could always delete it, but someone took a screenshot. <laughs> but nobody's going back. Your, your thread no, has no, long it's passed. It's so true. Yeah. It's, it's so true. Yeah. Because of how fast-paced the world is, you have nothing to worry about because you're yesterday's news already. Yeah, so right. true. Right to, now, today right. you're yesterday's news. Already, they uh, they're already looking at the next thing. Yeah, and plus with Trump tweeting everything, it's like oh that, and then whatever's it's, going on, it's it, just new. Everything's new. We, we live in a disposable society, which should make you feel yeah. good for the context of this conversation. Exactly, right? yeah. it should make you feel good for the fact that anything that you do, you'll get the world will get over. Yeah. Well, it's, so it's been proven because <laughs> there's been a lot of stuff so here, and the world has gone over, right, and gotten over way, it. Right. Yeah. Because we're in a disposable society, right? In a digital age where everything just dissolves within split seconds. That's why we need to be consistent with our message. So that's why we do this show every single oh, week. That's yes. why we're constantly posting on social media because people, the, what you're saying needs to be heard over and Top over of, yeah. and over. Why is Gary V always saying hustle, be humble? The same message. Yeah. He gets tired. Yeah. But the thing is people need to hear hear it every single day in order for it to resonate. And there's a famous soundbite of his where one of his hecklers, in a sense, in the audience is like, Gary, you keep preaching the same words. And he's like, because you still need to hear it. <laughs> well, right, if, right. You, if they would have just taken the advice right. the first time. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. But yeah. then there's there's depth to mess- messages. Have you ever read a book and then reread the book yeah. years later? And then it's like, oh my gosh, it's a completely different right. book. Watching yeah, a movie. Yeah, yeah. Or so watching a movie. Yeah. Right? And then know? you rewatch it and you because go, oh you my, have I changed. That. Right. Yes, you ah. have changed. Right. You have changed. It's the message isn't the same. 
right? Or the message is the same, but you get to hear it from a different angle. I posted about this a few days ago. I just got done listening to the audio book, Never Split the Difference. Yep. Chris Voss, all mm -hmm. about negotiating. Mm -hmm. Hugely powerful and beneficial. I listened to it. It's an eight hour, you know, I listened to it over days, of course. It's an eight hour tape. I listened to it. And then I, as, as it was going on, I immediately knew this is the kind of book that is so educational, so practical that I, and I've never done this before with a book. I said, I'm going to listen again immediately um, wow. all the way through it because it's one of those. That now, now that I absorbed it, I get it. I understand it. Amazing. But I can't possibly take it all in in one sitting. So let me just go through it again immediately. And it's, it's perfect. Yeah. It, it, the thing is, and I've done that with. Uh, Grant Cardone's 10x right after I listened to it the whole thing over again but the thing is the whole saying the teacher appears when oh, the student is ready so, so there's these books right they all exist they've been out there for hundreds of you know years and the reason we keep talking about the same books over and over and over is because when people are ready to hear that message when you are ready to hear that message then it will resonate and you'll right. absorb it and take and, and take action from it right? yeah but the it, other thing is there it's um a lot of people say, oh, I already know that. Oh, that's that's the biggest that's, trap, that's right? That's the killer. That's yeah. the killer. Oh, do you know that? Or have you just like kind of heard it and... Yeah. Did you implement any of it? Right, right. right. That's, right. The mas that's the mastery, though. Yeah. Right. right. There's right. like, there's like, I've heard of it, and then there's like really knowing it. Yeah. And, and it being a part of you. Yeah. Like when yeah. I was saying like the knowledge, confidence, action results, like it's a part of me. Yeah. I don't have to think about that. You can tell. Yeah. And what do they say about uh, people who teach that they need it because they're teaching themselves. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? It's, yeah. People, people you teach what you need to. Well, if here's the thing, if you are able to teach it, then that means you really do know it. And when you go to teach it, that is where you'll find your gaps. Because if I'm trying mm -hmm. to show Lisa how to do something, and then she asked me a question about a certain part that I'm teaching and I don't have the answer. That means mm -hmm. I don't really know it. You're not a master yet. And I'm not a master right. yet. Well, right. there's always, well, master in the sense of you're great at it most, more than most, mm -hmm. but we're always trying to get to mastery. It's never it's, gonna end, oh, right? Yeah. But here's the thing that reminds me of is, um, it AA, I don't wanna go down this dark path, but AA works the same way, where the guys who, who actually came up with yep. Alcoholics Anonymous realized the power in helping others truly in turn helps themselves mm -hmm. because as they go out and help people say, Hey brother, I hear you have this problem. It was one guy in particular that just kept like his wife was, he's done, he's going to die. And the two guys that created it showed up and said, where's your husband? We want to talk to him. He's beyond help. You can't help him. How do you think you're going to help him? Trust me, man, we're not here to help him. We're here to help ourselves. Mm. Right. And the thing is, that's, that's because deep. the master and look what it's become. Right. It's become a different level, a higher plane of thinking where it's like I will help other people in order to help myself. Same thing with the mastery and teaching others. You're teaching yourself. Like you said, you're identifying gaps. You're figuring out uh, how can I better my system? How can I how can I maybe I'll figure out a way to make it better, you know, mm. as I teach people. I'm going to try a test real quick. I'm going to see if you guys know this universal law. Or rule. Okay. See if you guys can finish the sentence. Give and you shall <laughs> receive. receive. Yeah. See, all I didn't together. have to teach you guys that. You yeah. guys all knew that already, right? Mm -hmm. But it has to happen in that order. Yeah. People want to just receive without giving. So mm. true. Give and you shall receive. Mm -hmm. You gain mastery by trying to help somebody else gain mastery. 
you give them the lesson and in turn you actually receive the lesson you you improve your life when you help others that's so true the scary thing is people are always asking what's the magic bullet what's the secret what's the right what's the magic behind it all that right there that's give. it right you have to give i didn't get that when i was in the corporate mindset like I, I remember leaving corporate America, entering this world of entrepreneurs and business owners and having coaches constantly tell me this, you're worried about the money too much. You're worried about how do I get, how do I take? Mm. And I didn't understand. I'm like, dude, I got to pay bills. <sighs> what are you talking about? And it took years for me to realize that's the secret. If there is one, it's giving. Yeah. Un just never ending, just uh, constantly giving. And you make room when you give, you make room for more. And yeah. like, that's how you started the conversation, right? And then more will come. Right. Opportunities will come. Right. Relationships will come. And potentially financial reward will come. Yeah. But yeah. you have to you have to open it up. The theme of giving. Yeah. Look at that. Isn't that hey. so poetic? Right before Thanksgiving. It's, it's, ah. it's, I love how we got there. Like wow. we've been driving, driving. The four of right? us have that been driving. <laughs> and not just the four of us. Everybody in the room, everybody in the studio, everyone listening and watching. We've been in this car and not realize the GPS was set. It's yes. Right? And to we give. took a, yeah, to like give. We're going to be talking about the theme of giving and how it works and how it all helps everyone that's involved. That's just beautiful stuff, man. And, you know, but I, I don't want to end it here. I want to keep going. No, it's, but but uh, it, it, it was feel like we could just land. Wow. The plane <laughs> I think yeah, that that's, you know? I, I think that that's the bow. Yeah. Okay. You, yeah. Do you want to land the ship? Because that is pretty, pretty yeah. good right there. Um, but yeah, folks, uh, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I'm waiting for my cue from Jake. And, yeah, uh, he's there. Hone, how can people get in touch with you? How can people reach you? How can they do business with you? They can email me at Hone, H-O-A-N, Hone at I escaped my nine to five. So oh, the number wow. nine, the word T-O, and the number five. Okay. Can we, can we <laughs> cut the music? I want to do that. I'm half kidding, though. That's your that's your brand. That's your business. That's your yeah, domain. We never went there. Hone <laughs> Houdini. Hone Houdini. Hone Houdini tie helping you escape your nine to five. Yeah. Instagram, it's at I escape my nine to five. We're going to have him on other shows, trust me. Clearly. Yes. Is he gonna, not attending PodMax? I don't know. We're going to talk about it wow. because this is amazing. He There's should be a story around there. Need, yeah. This has been truly one of the greatest episodes. Thank you. It, it was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank Jake. Yeah. Thank so, Jake. Right. So I just want to thank you, Eric, for, <laughs> for providing a platform. How can people reach you, Mr. Carey? JoshCarey.com has it all. Yeah. What's good? What's coming for you? What, what, what are you giving thanks for? I'm, I'm giving thanks for my adoring children, Aww. period. Six-year-old six Danica, four-year-old Harrison. You know you guys are my everything. Awesome. We love Aww, them. We heard the, the little voice on the phone the other day. Yeah. He was I saw cute. them. I had an opportunity oh, to see, see them? them. We had a virtual meeting. Oh, and yeah. He and I brought the, them right onto my yeah, lap. He said, this is my coworker. Uh, I was like, oh, cool. My colleague. It was actually, I have to say, just as a aside, it was pretty cool because, you know, a lot of times it's like, shh, be quiet. You know, I'm working and you embrace them yeah. coming in and that doesn't always happen. And, and I think that's, yeah. I think that's really cool for them. Oh yes. my gosh. Yeah. And I'm trying to right? bring them into my, my yeah. world and I'll show that's them. So I, cool. I, I like pull up a video and I'm like, so who's good. this? They're like, daddy. And then they see this. I'm sure they don't understand, but you know, they, they, they keep seeing this and maybe yeah. they'll be broadcasters of some But it was sort. heartwarming. Yeah. So and that, that, that and that they'll was, learn to give. Well, thank you. That was cool. If you know my story, you know that they're, they're the reason. So it makes sense. That's Love awesome. It. Thank you. 
Cool. Lisa? Um, LisaHolbert.com. And, um, you know, my my why is my family, my husband, my son, my greater family. And I am thankful for, um, for them and them allowing me the opportunity to just be out there and discover all these new opportunities that are out there and to do what I love to do. Um, and you know, that's, you can't be thankful for anything greater than having people like that in your life. It's deep. It's deep. Yeah. The whole thing feels good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And of course I can always be reached Eric at on air brands. And, um, I would love to give everyone an inside peek at what I'm grateful for. Um, Lisa knows me very well. I will get emotional, so I don't want to lose my, you know, stuff here. Um, but I'm grateful for you guys in the room. I'm grateful for everyone who's been supporting and lifting uh, me and the brand and the company. Um, everyone is on the same page. We're all rowing the oars at the same in the same direction, and I'm really truly appreciative of that. Everyone out there who's supporting us, big shout out to Alina for introducing me to a ton of people, and uh, you know Pavel Chaplutsky. He is uh, an amazing guy with many many different companies, but he helped us create this studio. Um, you know, putting acoustic paneling, putting acoustic walls and ceilings up. So please look for Pavel at uh, popcornceilingsolutions.com. Uh, Matt Faircloth is a brother from another mother. Um, I love him to death as well as Justin Fraser and all the folks. And of course, if I didn't mention you, I love you, but of course my family as well for, I wouldn't be here without them, you know, their love and support and understanding everything that I'm doing. So happy Thanksgiving folks to you and everyone you love. We appreciate you and we'll see you after the holiday. Hello, this is Josh McCowan, CEO of Viva May Hospitality and the beautiful Renault Resort Winery. I have to tell you, the secret's out. And the secret is On Air Brands. On Air Brands Creative Agency, which specializes in launching podcasts, transforming live events into live streaming events, and social media marketing soup to nuts. On Air Brands has changed the game. There'll never be a day from here forward when you and I and our companies don't need to be on the air. Every brand needs to be on the air, but so few know that. So it's great to work with a group that are ahead of the curve and to find a company that has been built on the core foundation of the future of marketing. If you're ready to broadcast your brand like they've done for my brands, take the next step and make a change that can transform your business. Reach out to On Air Brands today. That's onairbrands.com. Yes, onairbrands.com.